0: Hello and welcome to Smokin' Okies, Oklahoma's premier cannabis podcast. I'm Evan. This is my good friend, Brandon Blake. And today we're here to talk about a specific slice of our show's audience, the noobs.
1: Yeah. Greetings. Hey, I'm Brandon. Uh, I'm sober as fuck right now. This is the first on the podcast. <laughs> we're doing it early enough. You catch me on my wake and bake. But yeah, I mean, uh, we got all kinds of questions that everyone has, like uh, when they're starting considering getting their card, Stepping into the legal world of uh, OMMA here in uh, Oklahoma, and we're just going to help you out with that. Plus, you know, cover some other
0: questions, other
1: surprises you may have.
0: It's it's easy from somebody who's been in cannabis for a minute's perspective to think, oh, this is easy. You should know all this. But you know, not a year ago, I didn't know anything about it, and weed was actually really intimidating. It's funny to me now, but back then, you know. So this episode's for you guys in that previous state I was in
1: yeah i've been uh yeah I've, well i I just renewed my card so i've been doing this for two years legally now <laughs> and uh yeah i'll, I'll provide what insight i can um of course with the uh things have changed since two years ago that's a good insight we'll have because things were different for me and then different for you and then different yet again when i uh when i renewed so and different in a good way. I think it's gotten easier. So that's good to know. Yeah, right on. Well, well um, as always, as always, we start with what are you smoking? I'm going to go first because, like I said, I'm stone sober and I got a bong in my hand right now. <laughs> so uh, once again, I, I've got Smoky Kush Club weed. they they just got some good stuff. Smoking on the old Dirty Taxi. Oh, that again. Yeah, man. Fast becoming one of my favorites. It's it's good stuff. As you will see, audience, or hear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Note uh, the intonation now and after Blake takes the bong rip and you'll see <laughs> <a> the <little> difference.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and rip this while you uh, let us know what you're on, because I've got to use my stupid exhaust fan. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I'm going to mute so I don't blow out the
0: audience. All
1: right. All
0: right. Just let me know when you're back and I can chatter for a minute. Um, I am smoking on an old standard, uh, gorilla glue number four, a pre-roll of all things from spark up here and down here in Lawton rather, uh, surprisingly a really, really good pre-roll. I bought one on Sunday when I kind of drove around through the nature preserve. I didn't smoke in the preserve. Of course I smoked right outside the gate. Um, and it really, um, both my wife and I blew our tits out our ass. And uh, So I bought another one that I'm cheating on right now and it's not making me cough, which is a big thing. And it's getting me high as shit. I've also got something else and I'm going to lead in on this until Blake gets in and maybe has questions with the stupid magical butter machine. Just this morning, I was using my magical butter machine to make a FICO, which is a type of cannabis oil. It's super concentrated and it was in my crock pot and I had it under a vent fan because I was evaporating alcohol and somehow I fucked up and spilled a rather large portion of the FICO onto my hand and without even really thinking about it, I just licked it off and this shit is kicking in hard. It was like taking a big nick of RSO off your thumb. Okay, first off,
1: I gotta say the naming is terrible, FICO. It just makes me It makes me think of poop, and uh, <laughs> the fact that uh, uh, I know what concentrates look like. <laughs> it's very yeah. easy to make them brown, you know. So oh, uh, dude, these are green. Uh, it's like an iron <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> oh. I mean that. Uh, I mean. I don't know. What is, what does it stand for? FICO? Um, It's uh, something,
0: something cannabis oil. Let me look it up.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, we need to get better with naming Full conventions. extract
0: <laughs> cannabis oil. Yes, we do. RSO is named after a dude. FICO is full extract cannabis oil. So it's named after the process. Yeah. And we further enhanced what we did by uh, whenever we decarb this time, we, we cooked it in a mason jar to keep the, the smell out of the neighborhood and also to preserve the terps. And this stuff actually tastes like weed instead of Everclear. It's amazing. Wow. Wow.
1: Yeah. I still have yet to try any of these butter things. Uh, Anything from your magic, your magic can that just makes edibles. I mean, to me, like, I've I've just seen pictures of it and it literally just looks like a like a a mug with some weird fucking loopy thing on the top of it. <laughs> it kind of is, man. It's a luxury.
0: Like you you can you can do everything that I did with like a crock pot and a sous vide cooker and do it for like a hundred less. But we just wanted an all in one, and that's you just dump the ingredients in and make your oil, and then you got to process it after that. But it takes the part of the process that would usually require you to stand it over the stove and stir and chop, it cuts it all out. It's great. And I don't know, aren't those sous-vides?
1: Those I thought those things were expensive, man.
0: This is like a ghetto one. It's like a little rod. I, it, when we get our social media set up, I can even take yeah. a picture. It's yeah. like a, one rod's got like a almost like an espresso machine-style blender, and the other one's just like a heated coil. So you can set an exact temperature. It goes in range because you can't yeah. dial in. But you can say 130 for eight hours and blend this off, and it'll chop it up and do it.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I can't I see what that looks like.
0: Uh, whenever i finally get okay see i'll bring you a big bowl of gummies (laughs) yeah
1: and then uh and then we'll also uh get this shit out to you guys uh the public here we're uh, we're 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 about ready to publish i think and uh just just to like kind of go in to let them know what we do here uh we're basically a live podcast we're going to record live you know and uh, you'll hear a couple edits because we're messing around with different uh, programs and whatnot. But we're basically live podcasts. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Live and unfortunately limited by my internet. So if you hear little glitches <sighs> and stuff, that will get better. Don't let that mess with your opinion of us too much because we're aware of it and we're working on it. I'm just stuck at a house that only has <sighs> satellite internet, as i mentioned mm-hmm.
1: before. Yeah. Now, okay. Let's get back to the adventured hand. <laughs> the noobs. How does one get into this? Maybe somebody thinks uh uh maybe they tried cannabis for the first time and they liked it and now they want to get legal. Maybe, uh, maybe it's a medical thing. They don't know how. Maybe uh they're of the demographic that just, you know, are uninformed on this shit. Can anyone, Evan, can anyone in Oklahoma
0: buy cannabis? Not exactly. You do have to have a medical card, just like the 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 kind of top of the show said. It's a it's a barrier. It's going to run you with the actual card and the doctor visit right around. I want to say two hundred, three hundred dollars. I think it's two hundred. The app fee's is like one hundred and five. But once you get the card, you are in cannabis heaven. But you do have that barrier. Yeah.
1: Yes. So no. Yes okay. and no. Anyone can buy cannabis in Oklahoma, but mm-hmm. it won't be legal. So no, you need your card. Uh, in. Like you said, it's really not that hard. And what, what, do you need, what do you need to do to get this
0: card? Good question. One I should have put on the list. Um, it's <laughs> super easy. I, I'm not a lawyer. I will preface this. And all of my understanding is just from reading conversation in the OK Reddit and the, the OK Weed Discord. But my understanding is, unless a doctor thinks that you're going to abuse cannabis to the point you harm yourself, they're not legally allowed to tell you no, as long as you tell them a qualifying condition. I would not advise anybody to lie to a doctor under any circumstances, but there's a long list of conditions on the OMMA website that you can see that will show you. You go to the, you schedule an online doctor visit, which will run you around 60 bucks. Certainly don't spend more than 60. The doctor asks you two questions. The call is maybe five minutes and you're done. They'll even file the paperwork if you pay extra.
1: Yes, this is true. And there are, uh, for those of you out there that are, are less savvy, you know, online, you know, online stuff scares you or whatever. And, uh, or, or perhaps, I don't know, you just want somebody else to take care of this for you because you don't know all this mumbo jumbo, like we mentioned in another episode, but there is a, a place called Bloom Healthcare here in Oklahoma City. Their number is 405-310-8420. And like we mentioned on another podcast, they are one of the services that will give you information on all of this. And we're talking off to date. To the day by the law information, and they will also for uh, different fees depending on what you want them to help you with. They will help you file for your card from the very beginning to the very end of the process if you wish. So give them a call.
0: Very cool. I wasn't aware of them whenever I went. I think I went with Chronic Docs, but I think I'll probably do my renewal season because they're connected to ancient remedies.
1: Yes. And well, yeah, well, good catch. They will be there. Uh, let's see. It is the third Thursday of every month. And uh they're at Ancient Remedies in Edmond and they will uh you can get help for a discounted price. I believe it's uh 50 bucks versus their usual 75 is what it looks like. Deal. Yeah.
0: And then you get the card and you see this is the best 75 you ever
1: spent. Yeah, and uh I believe it was around 250 back when I did it a couple of years ago for the first time. Uh my doctor visit was more expensive than it is today. And uh, the the fee to the state is $104.50 cents or something, unless you're Medicare, Medicaid, or 100% disabled veteran, then I believe it is... Uh, 20. Is it 20 or is it yeah, 40?
0: I just looked it up. They've apparently dropped it. It's 20.
1: $20. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you are entitled to any of those benefits,
0: do not forget that. 60 bucks, 80 bucks in your pocket. Yeah. Um, looking at that, I was looking through here to see. Yeah, it's, it's straight oh, on. Yeah. huh? It's a hundred if you don't have those qualifications.
1: No, it's one hundred and four dollars.
0: Oh, right on. Yeah,
1: it's it's weird. That's the state fee.
0: Oh ah. yeah, one hundred and four dollars and thirty cents. I'd like to meet the dude who gets all like righteous about it, and he's like, "No, I told the state I'd pay him a 100 and yeah. I'm sure it's happened just as yeah. a hype.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, we're actually, I think it's kind of hard to fluff this up because it's really not that hard to get a card guys. Uh, You can, uh, I mean, if you, if you've, I I feel like if you're already here listening to this podcast, you kind of know, you know, (laughs) like you've been on the internet, you've got a smartphone and you know that you can like my phone, for instance, you just squeeze it and the assistant comes (laughs) up and I say. Hey, how do I get my weed card in Oklahoma? And then it Googles it for me, you know, but, uh, like this process is, it's easy, but it can, you know, it's, it's lengthy. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's everything that's ever been done with the government. It takes, it takes a while. It seems unnecessary, but damn it. Once it finally works, it works. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You never have to worry about weed again, at least for two years, which is yes. not a huge deal. It's kind of return to our original question. Weed is largely decriminalized in Oklahoma. Unless you're doing something really stupid, chances are if you get picked up, you're only going to get like a $100 ticket or court summons, but you should still get the card because then you don't have to buy black market.
1: That's true. And I'm going to give you another reason why you should get the card. And this is from the card itself, because this is what the card gives you. And I'm reading this from the back of the card, so you cannot get more official than that. <laughs> <sighs> All right. The Oklahoma Medical Marijuana Authority is a program of the Oklahoma State Department of Health per title 6-3-OS-420-A. Oh, of course. License holders are legally authorized to, one, possess up to three ounces of marijuana on their person. Uh, That's a lot of weed to carry around. You know, that's your walking around weed. That's a good goddamn day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Number two, possess six mature marijuana plants. Now, that's very important. I point that out mature marijuana plants because the next one is to possess six seedling plants you can have 12 plants at once so long as one of them is uh, uh, as so long as they're in different growth cycles that means that means that means you can have a perpetual grow going and be in in like you could supply yourself for life for very cheap <laughs>
0: Uh, you know, if I, if I, especially with the edible loophole, which th- there's a loophole in the law where they don't really weigh the oh, amount. We're of- getting, we're getting, we're getting to that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Point being the, the personal carry in total that you can have would last me a very advanced cannabis user every bit of a month or two. So okay. you're good. <laughs> or possess up
1: uh, one ounce of concentrated marijuana. One ounce of concentrated marijuana—that's that's a shitload. By the way, this is all like you can have all these at the same time. You can have all this crap in your apartment, you know. Like <laughs> it's not—you get to pick which one of these you have at at one time. No, all of these.
0: Some states are like that with the—you can kind of have one of the other, not a. Yeah,
1: yeah. So far, I can have stockpiled all of this. It's fine. <laughs> Five. Possess 72 ounces.
0: 72 ounces. How many pounds is that? 16, 32. Hold on. I got a calculator even better. Oh, my God. This is embarrassing. That is
1: 4.5 pounds. Four and a half pounds of edible marijuana. Now, check this out. This is what we were getting to <laughs> earlier. That's not the weight of the food. That's the weight of the dose of the marijuana. So, that means... You could have a U-Haul truck full of food, <laughs> full of edibles. It's this weird edible uh, a loophole. So, <laughs> man,
2: four, That's a and lot. Half,
1: four and a half pounds of active material is what it is. It's crazy. <laughs> you
0: no, know, I just cooked down two cups of tincture that was extremely strong that I made into that, that poop oil. And uh, it got me under a gram of finished product. One gram. <laughs> yeah. five pounds of that shit. Yeah.
1: So if you're out there growing and you're like, man, you can have six plants, uh, but you can only have three ounces or, or it's like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, dude. Like turn it into edibles. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can have it for years. And then six, okay. six. And this is the last one. Possess up to. Eight ounces of marijuana in the residence, and that's smokable. So, uh, yeah, you can have a half a pound of smokable weed. You can have a U-Haul truck full of edibles. (laughs) Another ounce of concentrates with six mature plants and six seedlings going. And that's all legal. And guess what? If you're going to a party or your buddy's house or whatever, and you're afraid of running out of weed, if you're so inclined, you can walk around with three ounces in your pocket.
0: <laughs> that's, you know, that's very reasonable. And I think if you're getting busted for overpossession with a weed card, I don't want to judge anybody's situation, but Jesus Christ, like I respect you for doing that. If you're listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, man, I'm just thinking about, I'm still kind of stuck on that U-Haul of edibles being a big edible eater. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, four and a half
1: pounds of weed that you infuse into some food. So
0: yeah, that's going to be a lot of food. (laughs) I wonder if like decarbed weed counts as that because you can just eat a decarb bud and it'll get you high.
1: I don't know. That's that's where you have to go and look at the actual statutes of the law because- For sure, the card is definitely a reference, but it is the most official reference you can
0: get. And I mean, the, you've seen the cops aren't going to mess with you unless it's some deal where they're just adding charges on something else. Like, it's legal. Just be respectful of it and you're fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, I've enjoyed it to my utmost. Like, I, I can't think of a time where I didn't get to enjoy cannabis when I wanted to in these past two years. and I've never been hassled by anyone because I've, I haven't been causing a problem. You know, like there's.
0: We got uh, run out of that park in OKC and the lady was nice about it. That
1: Yeah, but it wasn't even about weed. We were there past Ooh. the curfew. She didn't even mention weed.
0: Exactly. It's amazing. It's <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: yeah, you know, it, it, I, like cigarette smokers don't even get treated this well. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's very true. But you know, that's cool. I I'm I'm a cigarette smoker. I try to keep the hell away from everybody anyway. So if I can smoke weed in the parking lot outside a hideaway pizza, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. So uh we kind of covered how long does it take to get it? Sorry to cut in. But, we did we
1: didn't really, but uh here it's real easy. Two weeks if you uh well for, from your doctor's visit which you can schedule online and usually for the day or the next day. So we're, we'll just, we'll just say from that to uh, you getting your card, if nothing gets rejected, two weeks, that's average.
0: And on that, since this is the noob episode, a couple pointers that might be useful since I'm an idiot and I was rejected. Uh, you need to make sure that your photo exactly follows the specifications put on the, the, the website. Uh, you can go to a CVS or any place that does passport photos if you're worried about this, and they will give you an OMMA compliant photo for a reasonable cost. The same, you cannot use, at least for now, you cannot use an out-of-state license to apply for an OMMA card. That is very likely to change in the legislation soon. But for now, if you're going to do what I did and move to Oklahoma for the weed, then prepare to either have a passport or to wait hours in line at the DPS to get a, an o- Oklahoma ID. They will not take your out-of-state ID.
1: Now, when I did my renewal, I used, I believe it was uh, jiffydoctor.com or something. You know, I just Googled it. You can find there's, you can find just Oklahoma, whatever, you know how to use Google. You you found us. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, they, they had a service where they would review your picture before they sent it in, you know, oh, it, co- cool. it cost a little extra. It was like their administration fee or whatever, but me being the guy I am and the luck I have, I was like, yeah, I'll give them the 10 bucks or whatever and have them submit stuff on my behalf. And everything was approved first, first go. But uh, generally you just need a blank wall behind you, a white gray, something, you know, very neutral blank wall behind you. And uh, you can download apps that show you what, uh, um, what proportions and everything to get just uh They're, There are so many apps out there for uh, passports. They work, but that's what I did. It was,
0: was yours rejected? Yeah, mine was rejected because I was, I'll I'll be straight about it. I was on drugs at the time and not reading directions very well. I use cannabis to get clean and uh, I didn't realize I couldn't use my Indiana ID. My, my photo by the rules, should have been rejected, but I must've got a cool rep because you've seen at the top of my head on that straight cut off and they still took it.
1: Uh Yeah. Yeah. Usually they're pretty strict.
0: And you know, my background's got a weird texture on it too, which is the thing I hear most commonly. Everybody complain about like, I've got a white wall, but it's got a stucco background and they rejected it. So I don't know. I just got, well, no, my,
1: I have texture on my wall too. And I was wondering if that would make it through. And it did. So oh, on my new one, maybe they've, maybe they've gotten a little looser on their pictures. I don't know. Could be. Well, uh, <clears throat> oh, here's one that comes up a lot on the internet it's- and, uh, this is not going to be the answer you probably want to hear, but, uh, so you've gone through the process, right? You've, you've talked to your doctor, you got your recommendation, uh, you've submitted the recommendation along with your, uh, along with your fee to the state, the state gave you the email saying, Hey, everything's good. Uh, we see that, uh, you would benefit from medicinal marijuana. So yes, you're added to the patient registry. Expect your card yeah, in the mail. Good. So Can you use your approval email to buy marijuana or do you need to wait on that physical card?
0: The answer is legally, you got to wait. And ethically, if you find a dispensary that will do it, chances are they don't know the law and you're kind of risking getting them in trouble by doing it. So my thought is you've waited this long. And, you know, I'm not going to be totally stupid here and act like people don't have their friends buy for them and shit. Do something like that because most of the places won't take it. And if you find one that does, you're just putting them at risk for no reason.
1: Yeah. Here's what I'm asking me personally. What I'm asking you is, uh, don't, don't go trying to use your email because at, at best, you know, you're, you're, you're putting the dispensary at risk, really, you know, just so you can get a little, yeah. Just so you can go get a little bud. Also you're putting yourself at risk of being blacklisted out of the patient registry registry. So, uh, being banished to the black market forevermore, uh, when, when you're just so close, so close to the Providence, you know, you're so close to the promised land, just wait, it's two weeks. And, and like you said, you know, uh, you've been getting weed before, before you got your card. So
0: just don't put the dispensary at risk. Right. We like dispensaries. We don't want to make them upset. Or what I, I just, I'm really fucking stoned from this Pico. I'm saying I don't want to fuck some local businesses over.
1: Yeah, I'm saying like just follow the damn rules, you know? We'll get to it later, but uh, this walled garden's beautiful. Don't fuck it up. Don't put cracks in the wall, man. Like.
0: <laughs> Keep your head low and be respectful. Yeah, so come on. Now, wait, I will wait. say, um, I did whenever I first shop, I didn't know, and I went to. my ipad and i was just like hey guys can i buy it and they were like no problem sure um and this is cool uh because i i I clarified it with them afterwards and apologized to them and now they don't do it anymore because they know and Uh i I feel really bad about that i might even edit their name out of this because i'm not trying to get anybody in trouble like i still kind of think oh man what if they got audited
1: yeah right after we went and said we're live podcasts (laughs) <laughs> I would like to point out that, uh, we're not going to put you in in any legal danger. So yeah, I'd say we're, we are going to blank out the dispensary name there. Well, cool. my bad guys that know whose name I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, yeah, please don't do it. Uh, you, you might think it's, it's legal or maybe it's some little gray area loophole that you can use. And, uh, that's why we have it on the list here is because that's it uh, comes up a lot. It's not please don't use it. You're putting yourself uh and the dispensary at risk and if you put take the dispensary down you're fucking over a lot of other patients. Be cool. Yeah. Man, it's the same mantra since the black market days. Be, Be cool. cool. Is he cool? <laughs> Is he cool?
0: Okay. He's cool. You vouch for him. Yeah. That's essentially what we're doing here. (laughs) Opening it up, you know, just, you know, not, not, not to, not to belabor the point, but you guys see what we're saying. We're we're very protective of our state and our industry or not our industry, but the industry that we love. Mm -hmm. We're not in the industry yet. Um, Oh
1: man. Oh man. The next, the next one here. This is the fun question. mm -hmm now that i got my card i got that nondescript that nondescript white envelope that really has no information on the outside of it other than my own address and i opened it up and there it was there was the golden ticket the ticket to ride
0: now that i have this card where do i go that's a good question. And the best answer is whatever place appeals to you most. There are a lot of good first-time patient deals though. So if you're eyeballing a place, you want to make sure that whenever you go in, you're taking advantage of it and buying some weight. Don't do what I did and just buy an eight with your 30% off or whatever you'll get it. You only okay. get that first-time discount once.
1: Yeah, that's true. I was going to say uh, anywhere. Like that's, uh, that's why it's so exciting. Because here in Oklahoma, I'm sure you've noticed, because you're listening to a podcast about weed, uh, you've seen that about every corner in Oklahoma City has a dispensary. Guess what? You get to go to every one of those. And like (laughs) he said, most of them have first-timer discounts. They've got different specials. They all deal with different growers. They all deal with uh, uh, different uh, 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 processors and stuff like that. And some of them grow their own stuff. It's a fucking... Wide world out there, like especially if any of you people out there were ever into like craft breweries or something. <laughs> oh boy! Oh
0: man, you're about to have your mind blown. <laughs> I used to look down my nose at the craft brewery people talking about their IPAs and shit and be like, Oh god, those people are nerds, and now I'm 10 times worse with it with weed shit. And it just happened naturally because I went to all those dispensaries. Yeah,
1: you're gonna be <laughs> overloaded by choices and all that. So, here's what I say ask your buddy. Yes. Hey, where would, where do you go get your weed? You know, where would you recommend? Hey, you, you've got your card. Will you go with me? I've never been to a dispensary. Will you please go with me? It's kind of confusing and maybe a little overwhelming.
0: It's very intimidating. <laughs> you kind of feel like the bud tenders are judging you. Some places, if you're nervous like me, and you know you feel like an idiot. So it's good to have a friend. It is. But if you don't
1: have one, I'm here to tell you that uh, the good dispensaries feel like you're visiting some
0: buddies. So. <laughs> If you tell them you're new, a good dispensary will take care of you. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, actually, that leads me to a question, Blake. If we were to say specifically what dispensary should I go to as a new person, what are some recommendations for our respective regions?
1: Well, well, uh, if you're in Edmond, of course, there's Ancient Remedies. The, they'll take care of you there. Um, I can never remember names, but the twins <laughs> that own
0: it... <laughs> Amy uh, and I forget the other one's name. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, see, that's what I was trying to avoid. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> my bad. But, I only ever talk to
1: Amy, so I, that's why I only know her name. Uh, but anyway, they'll take good care of you. We, I can't talk, you know, more highly of those those ladies there and the staff the other They're, staff as well
0: worth the trip, man. I've had people on Reddit. Like I've recommended ancient remedies for, to people saying I'm in Tulsa and I'll say, well, just make the drive and come to ancient remedies. And they messaged me and said, Oh, this place is the shit. Thank you. Like they yeah. drove three hours to buy weed in Oklahoma. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it was and worth then it. I would say in uh, Oklahoma city or maybe even, uh, down in Southern Moore. I think it's in Southern Moor, You got the oki Kush club. Yep. Uh, They'll take care of you. I'm going to say their weeds a little more potent though. So for beginners, take it a little easy. I'll take it easy. Like these places are good. It's good stuff. So, you know, pump the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> and then also in, uh, in more, if you're in the North side of more, I would say can box. Uh, I know them personally and, uh, uh, they're, they're not on Weed maps or anything. But they will take care of you there. They got good weed and good prices.
0: It's a good OTR question. I'm going to add that real quick if you hear me typing so I don't forget. Best dispensary without a weed mass. We already have your answer. (laughs) Probably mine too. I need to visit them. Yeah, we'll have to take you over there one of these days. Now, um, if we're going to get into Lawton, Lawton has got you know, a surprisingly vibrant cannabis market. We've got, wow. and this is just my, 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 my spitballing, I'm guessing probably about five times as many dispensaries as McDonald's around here. And I think I said last time we have two Starbucks and like 100 dispensaries. Um, of those, my bigs are uh, first, far and above, a better bud. A better bud, in my opinion, is the second best dispensary in okay outside of Ancient Remedies, maybe third outside of Okie Kush Club, but they always take care of me. They're super fucking chill, nice people. And if you go in there and tell Daphne or any of them you're new, they'll walk you right through. They're some of the nicest people I've met in the state, and that's really saying something. Um, another good one is up on Cash Road, Spark. They have those really good pre-rolls like the one I was smoking earlier. And then right by them is also Starbugs, and They're good too. Starbuds in particular, uh, there's a gentleman in there. I want to say his name is Damien, and he is super helpful if you ask for him. He'll, he'll walk you through everything. When I was new, I went in and he helped me.
1: That's real. I I would say really the only thing you got to look out for is like Capital Dank, for instance. I do like that place. They've got good prices. They've got a big selection. But also, I believe they pump through so much volume that it's really not beginner friendly because you're going to feel like you're getting rushed around in there. You know, and It's, it's and it's not because the bud tenders are rushing you. It's because everyone else is moving in and out so quick. It just makes you feel like you're supposed to.
0: You right. Know? Yeah. You don't want to hold the rep up while they're waiting on the next person. They're just Yeah.
1: But it's not like they work for commissions, you know, so don't worry. They don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> unless you're being difficult, of course. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but that- we are coming up on our intermission time. So I'm going to go ahead and it seemed like a, a good a good stopping point. So go ahead and pause this and take a little break. This could be where your commercial comes in, people. Mm. When you buy from us. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we'll be right back after
0: this little break. And we're back. Going through our list of questions that new smokers and consumers, patients might have as they go through the OMMA process and beyond. Uh, We had stopped at our fifth item before. We're now moving on to number six. A question that I certainly wondered about when I started. Is there a, shit, a way to easily tell a reputable? Wow, Evan, i really <laughs> right. Is there a way to, to tell a reputable dispensary from a shitty one, Bob and Durkle? <laughs> uh,
1: well, man, is there? Is there? Is there? Well, there are things such as weed maps, Leafly, uh, user reviews, and the Reddit, uh, the Oklahoma Weed subreddit. That generally, generally then, you can uh, find you can find all that. But uh, is this more of a question of let's say you're out on the town, you uh, you just got your card, you, you're feeling like buying some weed for the first time. You're not looking stuff up. You're, you're just looking at that dispensary across the street. Is that more where we're going with this, or
0: I think I think you could really cover it from both angles. I mean, there's an eye test to it before you even go there, and a place good signage and like an attractive logo and stuff aren't a surefire tell that a place will be good, but it's a sign that at least they're willing to invest in it. So you could start with that. Yeah. And then on the inside, it, this is just my opinion. Uh, Blake, feel free to cut it and add whenever you want. When you do find one on the inside, the quality of the weeds only one thing. You'll develop your own eye and nose test for the quality of their products. But pay attention to the customer service, man. If somebody pisses you off in one, there are a million other dispensaries you can go to. Look for that. Look for the cleanliness. Just things that you would look for anywhere you went just with weed. Uh-huh.
1: Oh yeah. You got to think of it as this is something you're, you are ingesting, like no matter what way, what method you're going to use or whatever, you're putting this in your body. Do you want to buy it? Do you want to buy it off the sleazy, you know, nasty guy, you know, uh, who probably does because people tend to keep like company, you know, like they tend to do business with like-minded people and stuff like that. And that means they're probably buying off some skeezy ass growers and uh, stuff like that. Like presentation matters. I do believe for sure. For sure. sure, Presentation matters. But um, I do also think there's a gut check, man. When you go in, you can feel it. You can tell, you can tell when you walk into a place, if they just threw, you know, three coats of polish on a turd, you can tell. (laughs) And yeah, like you know, sometimes- even even when I, I feel like even when I was new and I didn't know what to look for and all that stuff, I knew just enough. Like when they show you their buds, you can tell if it's shit or not. Even when <laughs> you're new, I don't know. It's like shit weed just has a look, has a look to it.
0: <laughs> the real and, bad stuff kind of looks like hamburger helper.
1: Yeah, and it'll just smell like straight up dry hay like dried out like grass that you would give to fucking horses. That's what it smells like. If it's bad,
0: (laughs) you know, it's interesting that you bring that up too, because the nose test can be deceiving. If you're new, like the smells can be overwhelming. Weed is super pungent, but that smell definitely.
1: Yeah, no, that's why I brought that one up because that's the one smell that is very distinct. (laughs) and run. The, yeah it's not good it's not it wasn't grown right i mean most likely you're going to look the buds are going to look shitty there's going to be seeds in it but when it gets that smell they didn't even fucking bother to cure it right or dry it right even <laughs> so yeah don't
0: let a business fuck you around because there are plenty that will take care of you yeah and you can
1: tell what the bud tenders man if they seem friendly if they seem trustworthy like because usually the good ones, they just have potheads working for them, you know, and they're like, they're not trying to get you over at all. They just want you to enjoy good weed. You can tell with your interactions
0: with the staff. I think you know, that's-, <laughs> that's a good point. And it, 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 I, I get kind of <laughs> sketchy whenever they really start trying to sell me glass. You mentioned upselling. Uh-huh. If they really start pushing me to buy a bong or something. No, dude. No, don't push me on that. I don't want to buy yeah. your accessories.
1: I've no, I've never been upsold on things like that. I mean, they've pushed me towards a special or something, but only they mentioned because like, there's like a rep in the store. They're like, oh yeah, we have a special on these brownies over here. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm not really interested. And they're like, okay, cool. And that's about as far as it goes. It's less annoying than that damn card. They used to try to get, get you to buy it. Sam Goody all the time. Like- that's fair. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I've not had Sam Goody or like lady spring perfume on you levels of annoyance yet just a yeah. couple of people kind of being persistent and it makes you wonder they're probably getting pretty good margins off that glass and that's why they're pushing it but come the fuck on man you're a dispenser you're probably making money
1: well i've never had anyone push like mm. stuff like that didn't have thc in it on me
0: there, there's one place in lawton that i won't name that's particularly bad about it that i don't shop at anymore because of it uh,
1: yeah see and that's what happens you lose your customers like the i don't know everything shakes out i think The eye test, along with the gut check, uh, you can tell a good dispensary from a shitty one. It's kind of like a barbecue restaurant. You know, you can just tell.
0: (laughs) That settles that. I think that's a good one. What about the types of weed you can consume? There are a bunch. From your perspective, what do you think is the best if you're an absolute first-timer, you've not smoked weed since the 90s or something, that you should come in? Should you just hit flower?
1: I would say flower, yeah. I mean, now... Uh that's hard cuz a lot of the places I recommend are for advanced users because their weed is top notch, very potent, you
0: know. Percentages
1: uh well, I, I don't ever look at the percentages, but they're, you know, they're they're usually in the high like 20s and higher. Right. I guess, you know, 20s to mid 20s. Not many people are really pushing 30s yet because uh I don't know if people are really believing it, but mm. <laughs> uh I don't know. Yeah. Like but <sighs> something more mellow. Yes. Uh, some something sort of more mellow taste. flower, a very, I I'd say the best, the best way for a beginner, uh, would be a very mellow hybrid, like a good 50, 50 hybrid, maybe even a 60, 40 leaning Indica hybrid. And, uh, um, let someone try that and take one puff, man. I'm telling you one puff. Yeah. You might you might see people you know hit the bong, dragon lungs looks cool, all that shit. No, don't worry about that. Just one puff, buddy. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you might end up in space. Yeah, you're not ready for that yet. All right, you'll get there. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> and to that, I would second flowers the best, and maybe even a dab. A dab is not going to kill you. It might knock you out. Um, I wouldn't you very sleepy not first not for your very first okay that's fair but you know above those even i would say for a first-timer stay the fuck away from edibles besides i blake is your story appropriate to 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 denote here should i not about the time you smoked that la confidential
1: oh the la confidential the time (laughs) yeah go ahead i mean i'm going to talk about at some point
0: This is this is, a, this is not mocking or anything. Now, usually Blake is the one person I've heard that had a bad experience with weed where he said, I need to go to the hospital because he had a weed panic attack, right? Yes. And he was smoking flour. Uh, Blake, wow. you were smoking flour. Sorry to refer to you in the third person. Every other time I have heard that story, and I've heard it probably eight, nine times in my life, the person is eating a gummy. And yeah. they freaked out and they thought, oh, shit, I'm dying. I need to go to the hospital. So smoke some flour first before you fuck with gummies. It might seem easier because you don't have to smoke it, but they can really fuck with you. They won't hurt you to be clear, but they can make you think you're hurt in the moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, flour can do that too. I'm i a product of that. Like <laughs> uh, how ironic is it that I'm here doing a weed podcast? But when I, when I first started, so I, I got out of the military. I hadn't had weed since I was a kid, essentially uh, smoking a bit like a puff here and there great you know got myself a little bubbler have one hit man i'm high i'm great playing guitar fucking doing all kinds of shit whatever but my neighbors were big potheads they stopped me one day hey have you done a bong have you have you done a bong rip yet no i have not (laughs) so we did i cleared two bong loads too much too soon is a thing that's why i'm saying take that one puff buddy and this kind of leads into our points that we're hitting on later, but uh, I guess I could just kind of hit it now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had too much too soon, and I had a fucking anxiety attack. And when you're having it, that was the first time I ever had an anxiety attack. And when that happens, boy, oh boy, is it scary because you can't recognize it goes away. Yeah, you can't recognize it as an anxiety attack because you've never had one before. <laughs> And yes, I thought I was dying enough to where I convinced my roommate to call the ambulance. (laughs) (laughs) Looking back on it, it's so funny because in my, I thought I was dying. I thought everything was shutting down. I couldn't feel my pulse. I couldn't feel myself breathe. And I was freaking myself out about it. But what was really going on was me walking around the fucking <laughs> the apartment telling my roommate how I'm dying and I'm not breathing and, <laughs> and drinking water. And like, just how ridiculous is that? <laughs> uh, I, but yeah, because of that, like, you know, I went to the hospital, they gave me a shot of a van. It calmed me down and, uh, you know, it's just an embarrassing story now, but I swore off weed for over a decade because of that. <sighs>
0: And it, it, it would be sad to see people who could be helped by weed kind of turned away because of that. Like your story, it's funny on its face, but you also know that a lot of people have to be experiencing that to some degree. Oh yeah, so, I'm not the only one. I'm not special. <laughs> it's it just, it just it, you, you, you hope it doesn't turn people off and whatever. I don't give a shit if people smoke weed or not. Like I, I have it and I'm happy, but like mm. you, you have to keep it in your mind. And if you're a total noob, or again, if you're just getting into it after a long break, You need to keep in mind, even if you're having a bad time, it will end. You're not hurt. The weed itself will not harm you in any way. If it would happen to be laced, you would be the rarest of rare cases. That never happens, especially in a regulated market. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to waste their good drugs sprinkling it on weed to covertly get you high. So you got to just focus on telling yourself that's not it and it will go away. And if you can do that, you're in good shape.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like... It was a panic attack, and that can happen when you experience new experiences and you don't understand it and you freak out. Like, I freaked out, that's what happened. And uh, it could have been caused by anything, it was just weed happened to be what caused it that time, you know. And it does end. I've, I when when I got back into marijuana again, I Came in strong again, because I'm like a duck to water with things, man, you know, and uh, I came in too strong and I had nearly had another panic attack again, because it can happen when you're new at this and you have a low tolerance, you do have to be a little careful. Uh, Just know your limits, you know, but the thing is, is if you go past your limit, you're just going to be uncomfortable for about 10 minutes. Trust me. (laughs) I hit, I I hit it again. I had that familiar feeling, but this time I knew what was going on and I'm like, Oh yeah, here we go. So I put on some Futurama. I chuckled a bit. And next thing I knew it was gone and I was, I was feeling great. It's yeah. Like he said, it's not going to last forever, especially if you smoked, you're only going to be in that zone for like 10 minutes tops. It's going to go away. You're going to be great. If it's with the edibles, it's going to last a little longer but it's it's still going to go away and trust me once it goes away it's like the other side is like so comforting you know it's almost like tensing a muscle for too long and you finally get to relax you know like i don't know it's it's great but it ends and don't well, let that throw you off <laughs>
0: You, can, you could almost say that like doing any kind of, any kind of I don't know the word I want to use. I certainly don't want to call cannabis a drug per se, but uh-huh. any kind of inebriant, there's a skill to being able to handle it and you've got to cultivate that skill. Yes. Um, you know, I think we could probably, Blake, unless you have anything else you want to see here, we could probably go into the big surprise for our listeners.
1: Oh, I don't know. We didn't, uh, what's the best first method? Oh yeah, we did those flower. Okay. Yeah.
0: How much is a hit?
1: Oh, how much is a hit?
0: No, like how much I consume is like one hit is what you should consume if you're new.
1: Yes. But also, man, like what is a hit? It all depends on what you're using.
0: That's fair. That's a very good question. One hit off of a blunt or joint, in my opinion.
1: Yes. That's what I would say. Because you're going to get the least amount in that way. You're going to get the most flavor. You're going to get all the terps the terps bro yep. you're gonna get all those you're gonna get that classic experience you're gonna get the little feeling on your lips that tingly sensation you know but uh also uh it's the most controlled you mm-hmm. know because once you start putting it in glass or anything like that you're you're increasing the surface area that's getting the heat you're you're becoming more efficient with the smoke and all that so yeah take a puff off
0: a joint man I'd say that's the best way to start for sure. And then acquire like, you know, I started with J's and then I have like every pothead accumulated gear over time. I kind of gravitate towards my uh, vaporizer now more than anything. But you'll learn that it's just by starting with the J. Just like Blake said, you give yourself a better element of control because you're taking little sips instead of taking a big shot, essentially.
1: Yeah. It's like sipping on a beer versus yeah, drinking a, a mixed drink or a liquor or something.
0: Uh, some of the weed I've seen around here doing a bomb rip of that shit is your first time would be like doing a shot of fucking Everclear straight Uh, yeah (laughs) oh Uh,
1: so how much could you should you consume yeah man yeah we did cover everything we're fishing I I guess I just suck at like going (laughs) out of order I can't check things off of my head I need to I guess I should print stuff off from now on
0: (laughs) I go through and delete
1: Either that or it's the well, I'm being lazy. I didn't even download, it. I just have it, the preview <laughs> up so I can look at it. Cause you know me, man, I'm pacing around now that I got a headset on. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But uh man, we got plenty of time. So um there mm-hmm. is we do have a little surprise for the viewers. Um I guess we don't have viewers, they're listeners. <laughs> viewer sometime maybe uh well my dog watches me walk, walk in circles but um, so anyway evan you used to work retail yes i've worked retail a lot of you out there work retail especially if you're bud tenders and you work in the industry right now you're currently in retail and we know retail means that you got to deal with the public and the public and, sucks. and <laughs> the public Overall, they're okay, but every now and then, (laughs) every now and then they suck. And I know retailers out there, there are so many things you want to say, but you can't. (laughs) You just can't. And that's why we want to say that for you, bud tenders. In this next segment, we like to call, fuck you, shithead. (sighs) This is for those customers, those patients that came in that are just... Goddamn damn unruly they are just one of the, the one of the one percent or uh, just the asshole the guy that deserves it the fuck you shithead the one you want to scream at him you can't but we will so <laughs> what we want you to do we would love for you to anonymously send us your stories of uh any interactions with customers that were just outrageous just ah uh, just fuck you shithead
0: you know (laughs) (laughs) i've had that fuck you shithead experience so many times just being a customer like it's informed by my retail experience certainly man but you go into these places sometimes and like between it being retail and it being medical cannabis where it draws a certain element that's unsavory let's be honest yeah Uh, and it's people's medicine there are a lot of reasons that people get really unreasonable and for whatever reason like the dispensary is kind of like the I don't know if you call it like the melting pot of shithead behavior. I've seen a lot. Uh, Yeah. uh, Well,
1: I mean, we should be clear that it's not not bad usually. Sorry. Well, yeah, it's usually not, but with this being an inebriant and all that stuff, like we covered earlier, much like alcohol draws a certain crowd, uh, this, this is as well, this will as well, you know, you have those, You've got your diamonds in the rough or your cubic zirconia, yeah. if you will, but <laughs> in the rough, yeah, your whatever. But, uh, we, we got on this cause, uh, we were, I was looking for reviews to really stand out, but, uh, since I don't work in the industry, I don't have those inside ones. I only get to read what makes it onto weed maps or leafly or, or anything. And I got to see the common trope that I see you bud tenders getting beaten down over is Why do you need to see my ID? I have a card. That's why I got this card. You don't need to see my ID. I don't understand it either, bud tenders. I don't get it. You just got to verify information. And, but I've seen, they wanted me to show them my state ID. I'll never go in there again. Screw that. You know, one star review, all this. I've seen it on nearly every dispensary. The same story, the same patient all that of the time.
0: it's all the same dude a lot of the time let's be straight i'm not naming yes. anybody. yes
1: <laughs> and i and i get it bud tender man if that one stood out to me because it seems so common one where you probably just stand there make fists at your sides and in your mind just yell fuck you you, you shithead
0: you know I'm here, to, I'm here to say it for you buddy <laughs> I didn't mean to cut in. I, I love to be able, able to say that, you know, we're not rich enough to where we can just kind of go hang out, or, you know, the dispensaries and maybe take the guy who does that shit outside and then pay a lawyer off to help us. We're not loaded. So we get to yell at them on the internet instead. Yeah. But I mean, that's the best I can come up
1: with. Cause man, I'm not a bar bud tender. So send us your stories. Here's one
0: right here for a better bug that says I didn't buy it said my address was required for them to sell me product. All that is required is my own card. left without buying or giving them any info. I don't need more junk mail to a point. I understand the junk mail thing, but they can get your address other ways through your, your, your medical marijuana ID. That's the a, the B uh-huh. you do have to show your license that first time legally. And after that, it's up to the business. Don't be yes. a dickhead. Don't be a fucking shithead. And shit on a business for politely enforcing its fucking policy. And I Pardon my language, but this kind of pisses me off when I think about it. Like you're coming into a business that has taken all this time to set up and get ready. They've wow. made their rule. Chances are if they're making you show two IDs, it's because they want to make sure that they're fucking legally compliant and they're not selling to some dude who's loaning his card out to his friend that looks like him or some shit like that. There's a yeah. reason. So if you don't agree with it and you don't want junk mail, fine, don't shop there, but don't go and fuck with some business's livelihood over it. Like that's just a disagreement about policy. That's not like they were rude to you or anything. Like that's just my take.
1: And as you can tell by that vehement fucking passionate uh, exchange there, it's a perfect candidate for fuck you shithead. So if you are those types of people, fuck you shithead from all of the service industry or retail industry out there uh
0: show your ID or shut the fuck up
1: yeah <laughs> get the fuck out of the way because i'm trying to buy some weed and you're taking up all the fucking time but uh, yeah fuck you and i'll leave you a tip bud tender so i'm one of those guys and you'll have to
0: <laughs> both your ids in hand
1: <laughs> uh, time for an otr buddy oh otr man man oh man let me go pull up the list i think we've added a couple in there the off the rip for those of you just joining us, the ones that I am loaded are the ones that we've used. Cool. Hmm. I, this one just stood out. Um, do you have to get into weed to really enjoy it? <sighs> That's a good one. I
0: asked I asked myself a good question. <laughs> <laughs> huh? I think to a point. Maybe, but that's coming from the perspective of somebody who tends to get really into anything he's doing. I can't half-ass a hobby, whether it's cannabis or a video game or whatever. So even trying to avoid becoming a weed guy, in less than eight months, I've become a total fucking weed guy. Like, it just happened. Yeah. I, I mean, it kind of sounds
1: strange for me to say, no, I don't believe you do. Cause I'm on a weed podcast right now, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I don't believe you do. No, I think, right. uh, cause, and I think because I know people, uh, my buddy, his wife, for instance, she hates the smell. She doesn't right. like the taste, any of that stuff, but give her a gummy and she'll have a good time, you know? She's definitely not into weed, but she definitely enjoys the weed. Fair. Yeah. No, I don't think you do. You can definitely be a passive, you know, just like gamers. There are casual gamers, and then there are hardcore gamers that dive into shit on, you know, like we do. Same thing.
0: No, that's fair. That's fair. I think that's a definitive answer. Now, what what is our time we looking at? Do we have time for another one? We do. We do. Excellent. May I choose? Yeah, go for it. All right. Let's see. I'm going to pick one of yours, Blake. What is your perfect high? Ooh,
1: my perfect high, man, this kind of gets, uh, uh yeah, well, I can think of the perfect high I had and it's like kind of weird. Cause it was like, I almost fucking cried and stuff. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was, I, I, had, I don't remember what all I had, but it was one of those days where it was like, I stockpiled and it was a Saturday and I was like, I'm just going to hit this super, super hard. And I don't know what mixture I got, but it was the first time that I didn't feel any pain in my back in years. Ooh. Yeah, it was like the first time that my spine actually was numb, like numb, numb to where it wasn't the phantom dull pain. <laughs> it was just gone. And I got to say that was my perfect high.
0: <laughs> beautiful, beautiful description. And I hope mine can match because you made me come up with a good answer. Uh, I, can, I can even get a little personal here. I'm not going to go heart to heart and go emotional connection with y'all audience. But just to be straight about my past, I've got a pretty heavy past dealing with shit like opioids and stimulants. Um, I'm, a, I'm a recovered drug addict. And I say recovered because I moved to the state chasing cannabis to help me with my problems. And about a month into having my card, I got a gummy. And uh, Blake probably remembers me blowing his phone up that day saying, holy shit, dude, it's gummy. <laughs> It feels just like a pain pill to me. It gets me talkative. It makes uh-huh. me not hurt. I can, I can engage with people and look them in the eye. It's not hard for me to come up with things to say when I'm in a conversation. And uh-huh. that was it. And since then, I have not had an urge to go buy a Percocet. Not that I couldn't estate. I don't know anybody. That was part of the reason for the move. But like it's gone because I found a substance that gets the feeling that I want. And in the end, I'm, I'm, I'm an addict to that feeling more than I am any specific substance. So that fucking versus Zen gummy high dude. Perfect. A turning point in my life.
1: Yeah, I do. I I kind of remember that, but I do remember that it being Zen and it's continued to be Zen.
0: (laughs) I have to have purchased every bit of 400 of those (laughs) things over the months.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but no, it's great. And I've known you for, you know, even back then, we've known each other for a very long time. And I have seen that you've had these, these, uh, these issues that you, you know, you've shared with us here. And I'm glad that marijuana has taken the place of that, you know, uh, uh, the safer alternative, yeah. essentially. Like, <laughs> you oh, know, yeah, man, it's
0: like, you can't say weeds without its problems. It costs money and maybe it leads to things like depression and stuff. And some people are exacerbates those tendencies. Oh, but yeah. for no, me every, personally, everything life has changing negatives.
1: Yeah. I think there's way more benefits. I think the uh, sure. the benefits outweigh the, uh, the negatives. And I also believe that. I don't know. I'm not going we, we did our opinion episode already. You guys know how I feel about it. <laughs> I'm here doing a <laughs> podcast on it. You know how we, how we are advocates for cannabis.
0: Very strong advocates. Um, <laughs> oh, well, man,
1: is that our hour? That is, well, no, we actually, I mean, we're, we're, we could, we got time for one more on the rip or off the awesome. rip. Your choice, sir. All right, let's see.
2: All right. Huh, 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 huh. Oh, the emojis have already been done. Okay, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: When, uh, can you name a time when being high had turned an everyday task into a fucking adventure?
0: Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've got one and I kind of eludicated on this last time, but, uh, I'll give the, the abridged version. I had a car problem during the snowstorm a couple of weeks ago, and I had to walk for a couple of days while I was waiting on a rental car. And if you're going to walk in the fucking snow in Oklahoma, you're going to get stoned first because fuck walking a mile or two or three in the snow. And uh, I went out and I went out and I was just trying to be a good dad and get my kid's birthday cake because it was his birthday. And I was walking in the snow, just stowed as shit on a gummy, just enjoying my day. And I made a friend. A dude stopped and picked me up. And fucking, he was like, Hey, let me give you a ride to the store. And then I'm going to, you can text me and I'll give you a ride back. So you can take more. And like every now and then me and dude, this dude still text. And it was a real adventure day with them. We we hung out a little bit and it was fun.
1: Yeah. That was more of a real adventure though. I meant something more like, uh, you know, we're going to get a glass of water or something uh, out of the car. Like, because was, you're high, because you're high has turned into a big ordeal,
0: you know, like, <laughs> Oh yeah, man. All the time I'm forgetting what I'm doing. It's sad, um, but I do get too high and I'll, I'll, it's not a bad thing, but I will. Man, there went your internet
1: right there. Fucking being high. I'm going to stop okay. you right there. All right. I'll, uh, I'll long you. and short. Yeah. Let you know we didn't hear a goddamn word of that. <laughs> oh, Well, well, it seems like your internet is cutting out now because I can't hear. I haven't understood a word you've said in the past 15 seconds. So that might be where we wrap up this episode, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. You sound like fucking internet. you, You sound like Neo when he was first getting sucked into the matrix, you know, like. Where the audio is all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, let's just. I, get, it? I
0: move my phone. Yeah, we can. I can understand <laughs> you now. <laughs> Sorry about that, listeners. I'm running to a, a tethered cell phone because of my internet situation. This will not be an ongoing thing.
1: Also, listeners, I just want to tell you, I just realized I've only had that bong rip this whole time, and man, that dirty taxi. Take a ride on the dirty taxi. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> but uh, wow. we we are coming up on our time here, so probably a good time to cut this.
0: We need to figure it out an outro. I think hey, I, can, <laughs> I think I can bust out an outro here. Let me uh, let me give it a shot here. All right. Well, with that covered, this is Evan with Smokin Okies alongside my partner Blake signing out for the day. Listen to us next time to learn more about weed and have a good time laughing at how stupid we are. and laugh at
1: how your internet cut out (laughs) even during the even during our closing (laughs) god damn it oh man all right well yeah let's we'll take that as a closing and i'll just say hey uh catch you later guys